Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, don't change a thing, Snitker. We're watching Dansby's replacement and confirmation that Ritter did have a good performance over the weekend. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com and find Locked On Sports Atlanta in that search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Over 3,000 of you have subscribed. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for making this thing growing so quickly, so fast. We appreciate everybody who's been a part of this new community there. Leave us a comment uh, as well. I do read through everything that you all say, good, bad, or otherwise. Also, we are free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review there. Then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. You know, it's kind of crazy. Um, I was thinking as I was getting up, getting some coffee, my coffee AM. I'm drinking coffee AM, of course. Um, as I was kind of just getting everything ready, a song was kind of popping in my head because I was thinking about what we're going to talk about today. And it's the Billy Joel song, Just the Way You Are, right? And the the one part of the opening lyric, don't go changing to try to please me. I know you don't want to hear me sing or whatever like that, but it just got me thinking. The lineup last night for the Braves was perfect. And I'm going to send a message to Brian, because here's what we know, right? We know that they all listen. We know that when I speak, things happen, right? I gave you Olsen. I've told you about Azuna, told you about Ronnie. Every time I speak, things go into existence, right? And and we give it to you straight, and, and it all comes together, right? We give it the straight skinny here. Here's my message to Snitker. Don't change a thing about the lineup last night. So in case you missed it, Braves obviously pounded the New York Mets after the crazy rain delay and all that. 13 to one last night is what it ended up with. Braves had 15 hits they had more than twice as many hits as the Mets in that game last night. But the lineup last night, Ronnie leading off and playing right Dansby hitting second, playing short Riley in the three hole at third base Olsen hitting cleanup and playing first Contreras was your DH last night. Rosario out and left then Darno behind the dish Grissom at second, Michael Harris in the nine spot, okay? Can I tell you, and look, I'm not talking about for the next 50 games, this, that, and the other, but for the remaining three games of this series, Snitker, don't go changing to try to please me. Keep that lineup. No Ozuna, you keep Contreras in, you let Rosario play left, right? Michael Harris hitting ninth where he belongs. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's a complete spark for this offense when he's down at the bottom of the order. Everything about that lineup makes sense, especially the Noah Zuna part. But hey, listen, he is hitting 174 now for the month of August. But I know you guys are going to be, don't blame him for, okay, all right. Anyway, so we won't get into all that. But that lineup last night was perfect. And for at least... This series against the Mets, which I, you want hot take? Let's go hot take. This is 
the most important series played in baseball this season. Up to this point of the year, Braves-Mets, because of the two teams involved and the standing and trying to win the division, this is the most important series played in baseball this year. Not when Freddie came back here to Atlanta or any other series you can come. Not Red Sox-Yankees for the 8 millionth time that doesn't mean anything. When you look at the standings and what it means and the defending World Series champion and everything along with it and their nemesis that they can't seem to get over the hump, this is the most important series in baseball this year. Because after this, it's only three more games. And that doesn't happen till October. And I'll tell you that by then, the division is probably going to be kind of decided, especially through when we get through this four-game set, that we'll have a better understanding of everything. Now, we'll talk more about this here in just a second. But first... Quickly want to talk about my friends over at betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and your sports information. Look, super easy to use. You got your mobile device, right? You want to bet on baseball right now. You want to bet on football coming up over the weekend. College football is right around the corner. Boxing, golf, MMA, everything is available to you at betonline.net, your number one source for sports wagering information, live betting, esports scores, everything is there available to you. You need sports news. You need podcast information. Everything is available to find at betonline.net. So very easily head to the website, use that mobile device that you got, learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. Betonline is where the game starts. So look, obviously the results make this thing kind of easy, right? But not playing Ozuna. and, And look, I'm all for giving Ozuna a week off. Let him go to the beach if he wanted to. Let him hang out. Let him go to, he can chop, you know, do his thing from the, fine. Just don't put him in the lineup right now. And keep Michael Harris down in the nine spot. And and I like the way, I like Ronnie, Dansby, Riley, Olsen. I like that. Contreras, I want him at DH right now. Now, again, you can't burn those guys out over the next 40, 50 games or whatever, because obviously Contreras is your backup catcher as well. But for a minimum of this series, that lineup, mwah, say magnifique. Don't change anything about it. No need to play Azuna when you've got Scherzer and DeGrom. I don't need to see him up there flailing away and swinging and not swinging and taking pitches and can't move anybody along and sitting back and hoping that he gets a pitch that's grooved to him that he can hit out of the ballpark. Braves had 15 hits last night. Yeah, they hit some homers last night. They also hitting doubles, moving guys around. I mean, look at the top of that order last night. Dansby and Ronnie last night were six for nine with three runs scored and six RBI. And neither guy homered in the game. Oh, they drew a walk. Dansby drew a walk as well. Six for nine, six RBI and three runs scored. And didn't hit a ball out of the ballpark. Right? So, look, we've talked about this series is way too critical. Don't get cute. Don't overthink. Don't overmanage. Take your talent. Take the best guys you have. And fortunately for the Braves, you know, they have a deep enough team and a deep enough roster that you can sit on a Zuna and it doesn't kill you. Or you can not play this guy or whatever that you have a Contreras and a Rosario and guys like that. You have those guys available to you. So in a series that's this important and really truthfully could decide what the NL East is because we talked about yesterday, right? 
Braves have to win three out of four in this series. Find a way to get it done. Because now it's going to get cranked up and amped up, right? Now we're going to get into Scherzer, DeGrom, and all those guys out there. So Snicker, you did magnificent last night. And to quote the great Billy Joel, don't go changing to try and please me. All right, when we come back, may not like this, but we might be watching Dansby's replacement right now. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Back with you on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com for Locked on Sports Atlanta in your search browser. Hit that subscribe button when you find our page. Leave us a comment. Free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review and then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. You know, the most important decision in the offseason that the Braves are going to have is bringing back Dansby, whether to bring him back or not bring him back, what the price tag is, this, that, and the other. And at this point, nothing is going to happen with Dansby. Obviously, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Nothing is going to happen between now and the end of the year, I believe. I don't think there's really anything that's going to happen as far as the contract goes. But can I throw something out at you? Okay. We won't say this real loud. We watching Dansby's replacement right now. Is that what we're watching in Vaughn Grissom? Because here's the thing. Grissom, by trade, is a, is a natural shortstop and also third baseman. So we know he ain't playing third for, oh, I don't know, the next decade. Now that Austin Riley's been signed to a decade-long deal, we know that ain't going to happen. We do know Ozzy's coming back, right? And Ozzy is under contract for, what, a long time, according to my watch. So. If you need your shortstop of the future and he's in-house and he's put, because here's all Grissom has done. First off, he has scored a run in the first six games that he has played in, okay? Since 1901, here's the list of all of the Braves players that have scored at least one run in every game they've played through the first six games. Vaughn Grissom, and that's it. There's no more people out there. He's also the first guy since Sam Horn in 1987 to have scored a run in his first six games played, okay, for the season. And again, obviously very small sample size, but nine for 24, two homers, four RBI, a steal, hitting 429 with a 500 on base, 810 slugging, and a 1310 OPS. That's a good start to your baseball career. And it's funny because I had to chastise some people on my radio show with some of the textures because when I talked, remember when I talked last week about you've got to give the Brave Scouting Department a lot of credit to find these guys that are jumping over Triple A that are not even going to Gwinnett and playing in Buford for a little while. They're going right from Mississippi up to the big club, bang, beat by the boot. So you got to give the Brave Scout. Oh, Chuck me. You're jumping to conclusions. I'm going to sit back and wait. Now, you sit back and wait. I'm watching Grissom and Harris invigorate this team and infuse a lot of energy into this team and getting this thing cranked up and going. I'm trying to win baseball games and get in a pennant race here. I ain't got time to worry about are you in Buford or where do you rank or what kind of prospect are you. But back to my original point if the Braves decide or if Dansby decides because obviously you know it takes two to tango 
and I don't think it's a matter of, look, uh, let me say it like this. I want Dansby to be here. I think Dansby wants to be here. I think the Braves want Dansby to be here. We could have said all those same things about Freddie Freeman last year, right? Oh, by the way, don't tell anybody. Freddie and Dansby have the same agent uh, as well. And you've seen how well that negotiation has worked out with Freddie, his agent, the Braves, right? You know, remember that scene in The Fugitive where Harrison Ford is on that bus and it just gets plowed into, you know, it just gets plowed over by a train. And that's kind of like the negotiation between Freddie, the Braves, and his agent and all that kind of stuff. So they all, I think, want to be here. Whether or not it happens will be a different scenario. Now, let me talk about my friends here over at Built Bar, Built.com. You know how much I love these folks. Listen, they're wanting us to talk about the coconut brownie chunk puff, right? We've talked about the protein-infused marshmallows, the marshmallow puffs. Can't go wrong with that. If you're looking for that low-sugar, high-protein, low-carb, low-calorie type of snack, the marshmallow-infused, you know, the protein-infused marshmallow puffs are the way to go, okay? but Pro tip here, pro tip from Chuckra here. And you know when I tell you it's straight, right? I give it right between your eyes, okay? The s'mores is outstanding. I, I love me some s'mores. Listen, the coconut brownie chunk, tremendous as well. All of their flavors, go to built.com. Look at their wide selection of all the different protein bars, the marshmallow puffs, everything that they have available there to you. Check out at built.com, right? I mean, a whole extensive menu full of all kinds of great snacks that you need. But listen, try the marshmallow infused or the protein infused marshmallow puff. Try the coconut brownie chunk. Try the s'mores. Put that order together. And here's what I got going for you. When you get to built.com and you put this order together, okay, get to checkout. I want you to use the coupon code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the number one, the number five, LOCK15, and you get 15% off your order simply by using the coupon code LOCK15 at checkout. Built.com, love these folks. Try their products out. Try the marshmallow puffs. Check out the snacks that they have available there. Built.com, man, that's the place to go. Take that off coupon code. Take advantage of it. But, you know, look, I think we all want Dansby here, and we all wanted Freddie here. But negotiations are a different thing, right? Things happen. You know, to quote Vince McMahon, plans change, pal. And obviously we saw that in the Freddie deal. And do you want to get into a potentially $20 million shortstop? The Braves are spending money, so I'm not concerned about that. But if it falls through, because here's the thing. And people have asked me about can Grissom play outfield and this and the other. Why not keep the plan right now to have him at shortstop next year if you can't get the dance deal done? And I'll say this again, okay? Can somebody transition in the outfield and play it and become successful? Yeah, I mean, Dale Murphy was a catcher, right? And he played center, right? Robin Yount became, was the shortstop in Major League Baseball, MVP, and went and played center field. I think he won another MVP, didn't he? In center field for, for the Brewers. So guys can make those transitions. But not everybody transitions well. And it takes some time. It, guys, this isn't, and gals, this is not beer league softball, okay? This isn't you and your buddies in a rec league in Decatur on a Saturday afternoon with a six pack of Schlitz and a couple of stogies for later. And, you know, Buddy is playing second this game. And in the back end of a double header, he goes out and plays left. And next week he's going to pitch. There is a little bit more involved in all that. I'm not telling you that those guys 
can't transition and make some changes and stuff like that. But you also saw, look, yes, Dale Murphy did it. Evan Gaddis tried it, and that was a disaster, right? To the point where the Astros said, let's just let you DH, okay? So could Grissom potentially be an outfielder answer? Maybe. But more importantly is, if this team is not, if, if Dansby Swanson is not going to be the shortstop next year, you have your built-in, ready-made guy ready to go at short. He's, that's where he's been playing. He hadn't been playing second base at all in the minors. And, and look, working with Ron Washington, who's the infield guru defensively, right? I mean, keep working with him and, and, and making him better because there were some questions about his glove coming up and this and the other. But ain't no questions about what his bat can do. So it's good to know that if things fall apart, the Braves don't have to go out. You know, they had to go out and make the Olsen trade, right? Once they lost Freddie, they needed to replace that bat and that guy and that person in the middle of the order. They had to go out and make the Olsen trade. And it made a whole kinds of sense. But Grissom is homegrown, ready to go. So, look, I hope Dan's be here. I hope they get a long-term deal done. I think he's done too many good things here. I think he's part of the solution. But, hey, it's a biznaz out there in the world, right? We saw that with Freddie. The Braves have their replacement in hand, ready to go. And we're already getting a sample size of what he can do. All right, when we get back, um, confirmation that Desmond Ritter did have a really nice performance over the weekend for the Atlanta Falcons. It's up next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta in that search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Over 3,000 subscribers now. Thank you greatly for all of that. Free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Give us a five-star review and follow me on my Twitter page at JMCH316. Talked about Desmond Ritter, you know, yesterday. And look, I, I thought it was a good performance. I liked the things that I saw. I thought he had a lot of moxie. Obviously, he had the game-winning drive and all that kind of stuff. Now, at least we got a little bit of confirmation. So take this for what it is. Pro Football Focus went in and ranked the rookie preseason debut of quarterbacks from this draft. Matt Corral came in at number six. Sam Howell came in at number five. Malik Willis came in at number four. And at number three, the Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Um, quote, Ritter's performance wasn't nearly as ugly as his 10 for 22 for 103 yards stat line may suggest. One reason is that those numbers don't include the 54 yards he picked up on the ground. The other is that he was barely off on a number of his big play opportunities. While the ball placement was one of Ritter's biggest knocks coming out of Cincinnati, his misses weren't egregious, and he erred on the side of safety for the most part. He led all rookies with three drops from his receivers, resulting in 32 air yards loss. With starting receivers, his stat line would have looked considerably better. And they go on to say a couple of other things. By the way, the first two guys, Bailey Zappi, the uh, pick for the New England Patriots, and the number one was Kenny Pickett, who was outstanding. And look, a lot of people thought that Kenny Pickett was the most NFL-ready quarterback coming uh, into the draft. Zaley, uh, Bailey Zappi, excuse me, the kid out of Western Kentucky, he's a guy who hucks it all around. But so, look, it's everything that we thought and hoped that it could be. Was it outstanding? Was it mind-blowing? No. But was he really good for, for the Falcons? Yeah. I, I don't know that you could have expected or hoped for a lot of different things in the performance that we got. He showed you his ability to get out of the pocket. He showed you his ability to be able to run it and use his legs downfield. He showed you that 
he had that kind of clutch gene in him, right? Say what you will about preseason, but this coaching staff is trying to change up the culture. And we talked about this, that, look, it may be a first preseason game against Detroit, but the mindset needs to be anytime we line up against somebody with a different colored hat on than what we have, we're going to knock their dung in the dirt and go beat them. We're going we're gonna to make sure that the scoreboard at the end says that we have more points on our side than they have on theirs, and we're going to win. I don't care if they play – I don't care if they cancel the football game against the Jets on Monday and they play checkers or they, they play, you know, whatever. They play Yahtzee, okay? They can play Yahtzee on Monday. They can sit down at a card table and play Yahtzee or play dominoes, and I want us to win, and so do they. So it was important for Ritter to lead that team on that drive and capitalize on a turnover. Those are all things that you want to see, especially in a guy's first performance. When he's trying to figure out the NFL offense, he's trying to figure out everything that goes along with it, right? And, and we've talked before. One of the great things about Ritter is the stage is not going to be too big for him. This guy has been in Notre Dame and he's won. He's played Alabama. He's played Georgia in his college career. He's played top dogs in his college career. He may have played at Cincinnati, but his ability to run that team and, and take that team to the college football playoff, which included a win in Notre Dame, right? And he has made appearances against Georgia and Alabama, played Alabama in the college football semifinal, played Georgia last year, right, in the uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So the stage is not going to be too big for him but you wanted to see it come together. And, and that was the good thing about Ritter. And I've said, look, my favorite draft pick is Desmond Ritter in this draft. So I thought everything you could have asked for came out perfectly for Ritter. Let's uh, talk real quickly here about my friends over at Coffee AM, coffeeam.com. You know how much I love these folks. And look, I'm drinking their coffee every single day, man. I got my big cup of coffee that I make uh, every morning, make me a pot of coffee, chug it all down. Listen, here's what we got going on. Coffeeam.com is the place to go. The best small batch coffee roaster in America. They're located right here in the state of Georgia, up in Canton. Great online company. All of your coffee needs, teas, gift sets. You're looking for organic. You're looking for flavored coffees. You're looking for K-cups. You need tea varieties. Everything is there. You want to grab a mug while you're up to do it. So here's what we got going on. Go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on coffeeam.com backslash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. When you get there, go through their menu, check all the different product lines that they have available to you. Put together that first order, right? Load it all up, okay? Because here's what we got going on. When you get to checkout, I want you to use the coupon code locked on. Coupon code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use that coupon code at checkout. Get 15% off that first order you place of coffees, teas, and gift sets. Locked on to get 15% off that first order of coffees, teas, and gift sets. Everything is there for you. Check it all out. Coffeeam.com, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So, look, obviously, you know, Ritter is not going to be the starter when week one happens, barring an injury or something like that to Mariota. We know he's going to be the backup. And Arthur Smith has also said that he's going to get an immense amount of playing time as well. Okay. If if my options are playing Franks to get him some reps and stuff like that, or playing Ritter, play Ritter. You know, play play Ritter as much as possible. You know, if Ritter can go out there and play 
three quarters against the Jets, let him play three quarters against the Jets. If he has to play, you know, maybe he plays three quarters of the game against, you know, maybe he starts and plays three quarters of the game against the Jaguars because you don't want to play Mariota. Fine. Then let Franks mop up in the, you know, let Franks have mop up duty from there. But I want to see as much of Desmond Ritter as we can. And as I've said before, and I've said on this show, I've said on the radio, look, you're not going to have the final book written on Desmond Ritter through preseason and even whatever he plays this year, whether he plays a little or he plays a lot. We're not going to have the final book written. It may go in a good direction. It may not go in a good direction. No matter what direction it goes, you're not going to give up on Desmond Ritter after a year. It may influence what your decision-making is. And I've said before, if you have a top three pick in next year's draft, you have to, you know, you have to seriously consider quarterback, right? I mean, me personally, if I'm in the top three and I can get my hands on either Young or Stroud, I'm going to take one of those guys. But you can't argue with the success that Desmond Ritter had. It was so many good things to point the arrow upward. And I, I love the kid. I love the program that he came from. I love his head coach. I think Luke Fickle is a terrific coach. You know, um, if if there was ever a coach in waiting, if anybody ever leaves Ohio State and they offer him the job, Luke Fickle will be at Ohio State in just a minute, right? He can have a job for life at, at Ohio State. But you, you have to like the moxie and the leadership and the ability that Desmond Ritter showed out there. Yeah, he's got some things to work on. He's got to work on his accuracy. He's got to work on, you know, reading and, and learning to be in the pocket and reading defense and things. He's got to learn some of that stuff. That's cool. That's all quarterbacks in the league, right? That's all That's all rookie quarterbacks that come in the league. All those guys have that learning curve, and they need that upside to it. But it was all good to see. And now let's build off of that performance this past Friday as they get ready for Monday to go up to New York and take on the Jets. And where I think it's really going to show is when they get into some of those multi, you know, they get into some of those those practices and stuff they're going to have with the Jets, with the Jaguars, right? When they come back down here, I expect he's going to get, I given that performance, I think that we're going to see a crap ton of Desmond Ritter, both next Monday and the, that Saturday. Cause remember they're going to turn around pretty quickly to play that final preseason game. Six days is what they're going to turn around and play that game. And he's going to play a lot and he deserves it. And let's see what he can do. He's not going to start, but I, I, I'm, it's all happy and all go with Desmond Ritter and what he's done so far, both in camp and watching him and that preseason performance. All right, we thank you so much for making Hit and Art with John Chuck for your first listen every day. Make A to Z with Mark Zeno your second listen every day. Mark's back talking all things uh, sports here in Atlanta. And, of course, opinions that are kind of strong. You may not always like them, but you know you got to listen. He's free and available on our YouTube page at Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit that subscribe button. Be a part of our community. Leave us a comment there. Free and available, too, as well. All of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Odyssey. Download us today. Leave us a five-star review. And then give me a follow on my personal Twitter page, at JMCH316. Back with you tomorrow. It's been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta.